Hey y'all, welcome back to the Expansion of the Kingdom Ministries. I'm here with a prophetic word from the Lord, and he actually spoke this to me last night. I just wanted to make sure that I got everything written down, and now I know that it's the perfect timing to release this word, especially on a Sunday night. Um, so before I get into it, let me just pull up my notes. Okay, so I was just sitting watching a movie and just having a nice relaxing Saturday evening and all of a sudden, you know how we just, you know, be having conversations with ourselves in our head or like we'll just have random thoughts pop up into our mind. So the Lord spoke to me and he told me that I'm just like my dad in a lot of complex ways and of course you know I was I was sitting there and I was thinking you know I'm I'm a lot like my dad and you know in a lot of in a lot of different ways and I forgot what made me think that but the Lord spoke to me and he said you know you are like your dad in a lot of complex ways and and I've never liked my, my dad because he was never, you know, there. And he was never fully present in my life. And, you know, there's a lot of things that I could go into. But God began to speak to me and he said, this is why you could never like certain parts of yourself. This is why you, you've hated parts of you. And this is why it's hard to forgive yourself because you have not forgiven your father and you don't like, you know, your father. So it's hard for you to like certain parts of yourself. And this is just a side note. God chooses us even in the midst of our sin or our condition, whatever condition we're in. And so if God can choose us and come into the the midst of our sin then, you know, we are to forgive others just as Jesus has forgiven us. And we're to um to follow the Lord's footsteps. And what I mean by, like, God will come into the midst of us is, you know, God, he'll come into the dirty, the dirty places of the world. God is omnipresent, and he chooses who he wants to use. And just to give an example... Saul was persecuting and killing thousands of Christians, but the Lord chose Saul to use. And so, you know, we're never to judge others to think, well, this person, like, they're such a horrible person in your eyes. In your eyes, they're a horrible person. But God knows a part of them that you don't know about them. And God is willing to use anyone. He he can use, you know, a prostitute he can use a crackhead he can use someone that's you know cooking up mess in a trap house like god can use anyone and and a lot of religious folks they 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 get so lost in religion that they lose sight of that they lose track of that and so god god can if he if his precious holy magnificent spirit can get into the midst of situations can get into the midst of people's sins and can and can you know sweep into their life at any point and use any any person then you know we are to forgive others and we are to follow in the lord's footsteps 
and we can't take on that burden of unforgiveness and and when we do it, it uh, it's like a poison it's like us drinking a poison and expecting uh, the person who offended us the person that we don't forgive the person that we hate the person that we have anger towards to affect them it's not going to affect them it's going to affect us and so that's why the lord spoke to me and said you know you never liked your father and this is why you were unable to you are still because i'm still dealing with this unable to like certain parts of yourselves yourself and so i was thinking to myself well maybe it's just me like is this just the way that i am like is this just the way that i think is this just the way that my mind is set up Maybe the reason why I don't like part of myself is because it's just the way that I think in my mind. And then God spoke to me and he said, everything stems back to something. Everything and everybody has a reason why they act the way they do. And we are all made in the image of God. You were made in the image of God. I was made in the image of God. And the Lord said that I created you in the fruit of the spirit. And only you become like how you are is because of the of life and what it throws at you because of things that happen and it stems from something there's always a reason why and there's always um a root problem at any issue in life and it always stems down to something he made this very clear that it always stems down to something there's always something and so i want to get into the definition of what the word root means um, the word root means the part of a plant which attaches itself to the ground or to a support, typically underground, conveying water and nourishment to the rest of the plant. And so we all know, you know, that a, that a plant takes root in soil. And so someone, this is just an example, and this is what the Lord spoke to me. Someone that abuses others was abused by someone. Someone that abuses others was abused by someone. The root in that person's life, the root of that person's bullying, the root of that person abusing others is attached to the source of abuse. How is a root able to grow? Because it became planted. Who is the source of abuse planted by? The enemy. What is planted by the enemy? A seed. Something so fragile and tiny, something so so little, something so just, you would think if we look at a seed and we didn't know that it could produce a, a crop, if we didn't know that it could produce a plant, we would look at the seed and think this is nothing. But the Lord made it very clear that, that the Lord, um, he plants seeds and so does the enemy. And, and a seed is tiny and so... This brings me to the scripture that the Lord says, if you will have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can move mountains. Well, the same thing, if if someone was abused and and that seed of abuse was was planted in into the soil of this person's soul. And this person decided to to nourish that seed. So they became angry by their abuse. They became um insecure by their abuse they began they became enraged by their abuse they began to hate and despise people by their abuse and so they were nourishing that plant or that seed of um abuse and that was planted by the enemy and the enemy only produces seeds that counteract the fruit of the spirit the lord spoke to me something as small as one 
comment from someone, and this is just an example. If someone tells a young girl that she is ugly, now she sees herself through the eyes of that person who planted that small comment, the small seed of them saying that you're ugly. So now that person planted a seed of insecurity, and that and that little girl she was she sees herself now in a completely different view and so she starts to water that seed she starts to compare herself to others she starts to see and and look at her flaws and she starts to um be insecure and and in that in that root of insecurity that seed of insecurity starts to plant starts to take root in her life and it starts to grow and so we are the only ones who have enough power, the Lord, the Lord spoke to me, to block what God has for us. Because no one else has power over ourselves and, and over our life. But we are able to control which seeds in our life we produce. And there's some, there's some seeds that God has just um, in store with your name on it, in store for you, that, that no man, that, that nobody can take. And the Lord spoke to me that we are the farmers of our lives. And, and what's yours, nothing can stop it. Nothing, nothing or no one can take it from you but you. What door God opens in your life, no man can shut it. But you have the power to not walk through it or to walk through it. The Lord spoke clearly to me that God has crops that will flourish and multiply in every area of your life. I feel this thing so strongly that will bring forth a flowing of abundance flowing is it's never ending abundance is is everything everything in your life will become fruitful and and it's from something so tiny as a seed and so the Lord gives us seeds and we have the choice to tend to our fields to nurture our seeds and allow God to grow our crops and 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 there's multiple seeds in, on our soil. And the Lord is saying to you, which one are you going to to grow and nourish? Which one are you going to to tend to? The one that the enemy dropped on your fields or the one that the Lord dropped on your fields? The one that the enemy dropped on your fields, those are not good crops. Those are weeds. Those are just plants that are not good and the ones that the that God has for you like he said let me go back God has God is saying to you that God has crops that will flourish and multiply in every area of your life that will bring forth a flowing of abundance and so one person's lawn can be brown dry weeded and dead while another person's front lawn can be rich, vibrant, green, decadent flowers and gardens, wildlife all around. How we choose to nurture our seed affects how we live, which in return affects our image in life. What emotions and, and what colors and what sounds and what feelings do you get from someone's beautiful lawn? Can you hear the birds chirping? Can you hear the bees buzzing? Can you see the rich, vibrant grass with drops of dew on it? Can you smell the rich scent of the flowers? Can you see the, de the different vivid colors? What emotions do you feel and do you think of when you see someone's dry and weeded dead lawn? The fruit in our lives speaks for ourselves, and they are a representation of what we did with what God has given us. 
and what we did with the plea that the seeds that were planted by the enemy are by God. God created seeds to multiply. Whatever we nurture grows and yields crops. And Matthew 3.10 says that every tree that doesn't bring forth good fruit is cut down and cast into the fire. So the Lord, this is something serious to the Lord. The Lord, um, I made a YouTube video that the that God is the gardener of our hearts. So I encourage you to go listen to that. That's um, on Expansion of the Kingdom Ministry YouTube. God is, God is the gardener of our hearts. And, and every tree that does not bring forth good fruit is cut down and cast into the fire. So what are you going to do? Are you going to be planting the seeds of the enemy which has no good fruit that the Lord is saying that will be cut down and cast into the fire? Or will you begin to nourish the seeds that the Lord has for you so that they will bear good fruit and so that they will multiply? And and, and the Lord is speaking to me and he is saying, when you have so much fruit, when you have an abundant flow of fruit, of crop, you cannot keep all of it to yourself. Otherwise, it will go bad. It will rot. You need to share that with people. You will have so much fruit and abundance in your life that you will be able to pass it on to others, that you will be able to share others. And when you give a, a fruit to someone, that fruit always has a seed. So if that person wanted to put that seed in the, in the oh, Jesus, I feel you so strongly. If that person wanted to plant that seed into the into the field of their of their soul into the field of their life, then they could too bear fruit. And then they could nourish and grow that. And then they could pass on that fruit because they will have too much. And it is a chain reaction, the Lord is saying, that is a, that it is a chain reaction. And he wants us to bear good fruit. And the seeds that he has for us, he, he keeps wanting me to repeat this, will bring abundance, will bring a, a flowing of abundance. And and I'm just going back because I want to read it just like how God said. God has crops that will flourish and multiply in every area of your life that will bring forth a flowing of abundance. Flowing is never ending. Abundance is rich in every aspect of your life. What the Lord has for you, no man can take away from you. No man can stop it. No, what the what doors the Lord has opened for you, no man can shut it. No witch, no warlock, no word curses, no demonic presence, no demon, no devil. Nothing can stop this. You are the only one who has the power to not walk through that door. You are the only one who has the right and the power to stop the blessings that the Lord has for you. And Matthew seven seventeen through 18 is proof that a seed can either produce good or bad fruit, and that it is evident. Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. And so this is the Lord, this is the word of the Lord. The word of the Lord is saying that every tree bringeth forth fruit. But a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. So every tree is going to produce something. Every plant, every seed is going to produce something. The enemy goes around planting seeds. He will whisper into your ear, something will happen to you. And it is up to us 
to tend to which crops we want to grow and flourish because the Lord just wants me to go back and repeat this, that every tree that doesn't bring forth good fruit is cut down and cast into the fire. What is the fire? It is the, uh, it is the, the depths of hell. The depths of hell is where the, this unfruitful fr- uh, fruit goes and the bad fruit goes down into. And so the Lord is saying that just like when you thank you, Jesus, just like how I said that when God is giving us crops, God is giving us seeds. And when we nourish that, it will be so abundant that we won't even have room for that. We won't even have room to to have it all. Otherwise, it would go bad. So we give it to others. But the same thing with the, with the seeds of the, of the enemy. Weeds. What do weeds do? They they spread and they take eventually take up a, a lawn or a yard and and um bad fruit bad fruit um can pr- produce other bad fruit in people's lives so if some like it goes back to the example that the lord gave us that someone that abuses others was abused by someone so the fruit in their life is abused because the seed that was planted by the enemy was abused by someone else so then the fruit in their life is spreading to others and they're causing that chain reaction that's negative and repeating um negative toxic cycles because if that boy who was abused by his stepfather grows up and abuses other people then the people that he abused could continue to pass on the cycle or could continue to deal with insecurities or or things of that nature of what the fruit in their life spread to others and so the lord is saying that he will cut down the bad fruit every tree that does not bring forth good fruit is cut down and cast into the fire and even so every good tree bringeth forth good fruit but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit and so the what do you want your fruit to look like what do you want your lawn to look like as i explain that lawn to you do you want your lawn just close your eyes do you want your lawn to be like the most rich vibrant beautiful growing garden and 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 just think of one of the most beautifulest front lawns that you've ever seen or backyard and and, and do you want your your life to represent that or do you want your life to now picture a just a spooky, eerie, dead, deserted, weeded, dry um, lawn? Do, what do you want the fruit in your life to produce? Do you want to see weeds everywhere? Do you want to see thorns everywhere? Do you want to see dead and dryness everywhere? Or do you want to see rich, vibrant, decadent flowers and 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 fragrance of lavenders and lilies and and have wildlife once once you see a, a nice beautiful um lawn it attracts wildlife there's squirrels there's birds there's bees there's dragonflies there's so many different types of animals that come hummingbirds and 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 they're just attracted to that and so the lord is saying um when you are fruitful in your life, you attract other people, you attract other opportunities, you attract other blessings in your life by the fruit of what you what you chose to grow grow. And so I I was really, you know, I really love this word 
because um, the the seed of unforgiveness caused me to not be able to un, uh, forgive myself. The seed of, of not liking my father caused me to not be able to like certain parts of myself. And, and, and you know, it, it just, it's a continuous cycle. And so the Lord, there's some things inside your, your soil that even if you chose to water, thank you, Jesus, even if you chose to water some of the seeds that the enemy planted in your soil, in your garden, in the garden of your soul, that the Lord is saying today that he is the gardener of your soul and he has a green thumb and he enjoys being in your soul, in the garden of your soul. And just imagine the Lord any way that you want to imagine him in your soul, in the garden of your soul. And he has his gloves on and he has his shovels and he has his gardening tools and he's ready to get down and get dirty and to uproot the things that the enemy enemy planted and that you decided to knowingly and unknowingly um, nurture. And so the Lord is saying to you that it's never too late, that he, he wants to make your garden the most beautiful garden that you've ever seen in your life. He wants to get rid of the, the bad that the bad fruit and the and the weeds and, and the thorns that are in the garden of your soul that were planted by the enemy. And so also what what's coming into my mind is in this movie The Shack, God spoke to this guy named Mac and he said um that this plant is poisonous and he goes, Well what is it doing in here? And he goes, Well do you not know that if we take this bad plant and we combine it with this plant, it creates a healing property. So know that whatever God allowed the enemy to plant in your garden and, and that he knew that you would nourish and, and tend to, the Lord is saying that he allowed it to happen because the scripture that's coming into my mind is when Jesus says, you do not understand, but later you will. And also Romans eight twenty eight that we know that all things work together for the greater good. And we know that all things, all things, that means every single thing, the bad included, the ugly included, work together for the greater good of those. So the Lord says that there's some things that are poisonous. There's some things that are poisonous in your in your soul, in the garden of your soul. But what he's going to do is he's going to take that poison. He's going to uproot that poison. And he's going to combine it with another plant that creates a healing property. And he's going to take the... Ooh, Jesus, I feel it so strongly. <laughs> he said he's going to combine the thing that was meant to poison you. And he is going to heal you. Ooh, thank you, God. He is going to heal you. He is the gardener of our soul. And he is the expert plant. Whew. Plant person. I don't even know what that is called. But he knows exactly which properties to take and combine. And so he is saying that the enemy thought he won when he planted that seed. And then he saw you tending to it. And it started to take root. And it started to grow. But what the enemy did not know is that... Oh, Jesus, I feel it so strongly. What the enemy did not know was that God was going to uproot that and he was going to combine it with something to create a healing property. That he is working all of the all the bad into your life for the good. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. 
And so I just want you to just meditate on this word. Picture a garden, picture a beautiful garden, go look up videos of it, go look up pictures of it, and just imagine that what the Lord is doing, what the Lord is creating, no eyes have seen, no ears have heard, that what what God is making and creating inside of you is so beautiful, and he has, everyone is so unique, every garden in each soul of a person is so unique, and the Lord is perfecting you, and, and he is making it beautiful inside of you, and, and he's taking the bad, if you allow him to take the bad, if you understand that God is a gentleman, and that he's just waiting on you to give full reign, to give full access to the Lord, so that he can dig some things up, uproot some things that the enemy planted, and that you unknowingly were nurturing, that the Lord wants to make it something beautiful inside your life, and so I just pray that this encourages you, because it definitely encouraged me, it's a very beautiful word, and, and I love that God, you know, he can give so many different analogies and examples and and this one's just very beautiful because if you just go out into a garden you can feel that peace that comes from God you can feel like that divine presence from God you can you just get a certain feeling like you're connected to earth you're connected to the to something that's higher to you you get peace from nature and so the Lord I love that the Lord gave me this example because Maybe some of you need to go out into nature and really just meditate and spend time with God. You never know what he's going to speak to you, you know, through that. And so just have hope. And just now that you're aware that the enemy plants seeds too and that God plants seeds, now you can be able to discern and to recognize what are you nurturing? What are you tending to? What are you watering in the garden of your soul? What are you feeding you know, and this can go to one of my podcast videos, um, segments that is feed your faith and starve your fears. It's so true. Maybe you need to go listen to that word after this. And, you know, like I, um, like I'm trying to say at all the end of my videos, if you felt like this was an inspiring, if this word touched you, if you felt the Holy Spirit, if someone came into your mind when I was speaking of this, if someone's coming into your mind right now as I'm speaking these words, if God placed someone on your heart, please share this to them. Don't keep this word to yourself. Just like how the Lord explained that we're gonna have we're gonna bear so much fruit, we're gonna have so much abundance in our lives that it's gonna be too much for us to have to ourselves. So this is the same thing. This word is too much for us to just keep to ourselves. We have to spread it to others so we can make a positive impact in people and help people heal and help people grow and help people flourish and, and help them garden their own garden so that it can be beautiful and so that they can recognize the seeds that the enemy has planted in their own in their own lives so I love you Jesus I thank you for this word I thank you so much for this person that's listening dear Lord I pray that this word takes um root in their life and produces a beautiful crop dear Lord. I pray that you had opened up our eyes to see and our ears to hear dear Lord. I pray that you 
just flow abundance in our lives. I pray that you give us healing, dear Lord. I pray that you give us provision, dear Lord. I pray that you give us enough fruit in our lives to help and and give it to others. And so then they can plant that seed and then they can in turn give that fruit to others, dear Lord. I pray that this is a chain reaction message, dear Lord. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, for giving me this word, dear Lord. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for using me as an instrument, dear Lord. I pray that this person was blessed by this message and that it will forever take rain into their minds so that they will always remember this and so that they will have and produce positive and and beautiful and fruitful um, fruit in their life, dear Lord. I pray for protection over this person, dear Lord, and and everything that's attached to them and their loved ones, dear Lord. I pray that you uproot the the seeds planted by the enemy, dear Lord. And I pray that you combine it with something that creates a healing property in their life, dear Lord. I pray for happiness, dear Lord. I pray for peace, dear Lord. I pray for joy, dear Lord. And I pray that this takes root in our lives right now. In the name of Jesus, it has to happen right now. In the name of Jesus, these chains have to break right now. Woo. Okay, I feel God so strongly, but God loves you so much. You just don't even know how much God loves you. And so, like I said, share this with whoever the Lord places on your heart. And feel free to to re-listen to this message as many times as you have to when you're feeling low, when you're, you know, sometimes we are feeling high and then there's other days where we are feeling low. I pray, Lord, that they remember this message, that they remember that they can go through and listen to the messages that you have spoken through me in my podcast, dear Lord, and that they will be uplifted and feel the Holy Spirit wrap wrap its arms around them and give them the peace that they need, dear Lord. So, I feel like I said all I had to say. God bless you guys.